0: Anybody that thinks that this industry can run without travel agents, or anybody that thinks that this industry can run without tour operators and wholesalers, it's got the head in the sand.
1: From Travel Daily, I'm Anna Piper, and this is a bonus episode of News on the Fly. Last week, Travel Daily's Bruce Piper conducted the second in a series of interviews with industry leaders in collaboration with the Travel Industry Hub. This interview with Dennis Bunnick, Chair of the Council of Australian Tour Operators, or Cato, provided the opportunity for the wider industry to hear what Cato has been up to from the very start of the current corona crisis and what they have been doing to support their 120 members. Dennis shared their work, including liaising with DFAT, heavy involvement in repatriation efforts and discussions
0: with the ACCC. So educating the travel, uh, the ACCC about the, the nature of the travel industry and then tailoring and, and getting them to adjust and, and tailoring their messaging coming out. So their recent guidance that, that came out, um, we got a, a draft version of that. And they said, here, send this through because at the end of the week, send this to your members because at the end of the week, we will be releasing Announce this it. out to everybody. Yep. And we took one look at it, sent it straight to, uh, uh, to our lawyer. Uh, Aaron at, um, at Point and Partners, who's, who's very much involved in, in Cato, um, and, and now on the board. And we said, this isn't right. And there was continuing lobbying uh, between us and the, and the ACCC, and, and the other industry associations got involved in that as well. Um, and we managed to delay that by three weeks, at least, potentially four. Um, and there were several different versions of that document that came out.
1: From early on in the pandemic, the Australian media was quick to place blame on the travel industry and continues to pressure agents and suppliers for refunds. Like all industry bodies, Cato was well aware of the extremely damaging effects of this media backlash. Dennis addressed Cato's role in advocating for the travel industry in the media, including their release of a video to educate the public about the complexities of travel bookings and the refund process.
0: What became very apparent Uh, Very early in the piece is the travel industry lost the PR war, the media, the media war, and, and we relied too heavily on the media to tell our story, but it's a very complicated story and refunds is a complicated process. So the idea of that was to take the pressure off to tell our own story and, yeah. and tell it properly, um, and take the pressure off the frontline staff, frontline travel consultants, and the frontline res staff and, and managers and owners and stuff of all the suppliers as well. With the challenges of the current situation, the age-old
1: discussion of direct bookings versus agent bookings has come to the forefront. Dennis shared his perspectives on this.
0: So I think we're always going to have this debate about direct versus versus trade as long as you've got pricing integrity and that's the most important part you don't give a customer a wholesale price and if you're a travel agent you go direct to an overseas supplier and you're giving the customer a a wholesale price right that's when that's when there are issues yeah and and that's when we're gonna we're gonna get clashes yeah and we we all and this is where we all need to work together every single sector because at the end of the day It's the travel um, wholesalers and tour operators and the cruise lines and the airlines with their capacity. We were going to be creating the product, investing in brochures, investing in the training, investing in the advertising and the marketing that is going to give the retailers the product to sell. And that's the only way we're going to get out of this. Due to recent events,
1: one of the ways that Cato is supporting its members is through the development of standardised terms and conditions for the land supply sector. Dennis explained the thought process behind the development of these terms and conditions, which have been created by Cato member Point and Partners and are accessible and customisable to members of the organisation who pay a licensing fee.
0: Yeah, look, one of one of the things that came out of the discussions with um with the A Triple C and throughout all this process, is so that everybody's got different terms and conditions, yep. and in some instances they are literally being copied and pasted from somebody else. Sometimes in different jurisdictions, yep. and it's caused all sorts of problems. Um, it's fair to say that none of us had any real um, proper robust. not oh, totally. Uh, no, clauses one, no, one in read, no one reads the fine print. No, no one cares about it. Yeah, no. and and we and that caused a lot of angst and confusion um, yep. for the consumers. Um, as well as obviously everything else that's flowed. So we needed to fix that. And as a tour operator or a wholesaler, you've got specific responsibilities beyond that as what travel agents have, have got. So this whole plan was to make them more uh, plain language, easier to understand, more transparent.
1: Bunnick also shared with Bruce other things that Cato is currently working on, including their role in advocating for the reopening of borders and government backing for travel credits. Dennis shared that the industry is in desperate need of a plan to get things back up and running, and that this, in turn, would result in less requirement for financial support to get the industry through these
0: difficult times. We desperately need the government to have some clear guidance and policies and a plan in place around border openings. Yeah? A cruise ship doesn't just turn up in Sydney. Likewise, a tour to Europe doesn't just happen. You know, the supplier sector needs notice. We need time to gear back up and get ready. Yeah. Now, at the moment, and one of the biggest frustrations in all of this is just this level of uncertainty. Now, what uh, our staff and, and, you know, from a Cato perspective, our members are looking to uh, me as the manager of, of Bunnick Tours and, and you know, Cato members, me as, and the board as Cato, as um, for guidance and to have a plan. Yeah. Even in times of uncertainty. Yeah. And you know, we don't know whether the next passenger will be traveling in March twenty one or March twenty two. Mm. Right? And those the outcome for those things is very, very different because we don't know whether we need to invest the money in yeah. um, twenty one brochures. In twenty one yeah. brochures, in advertising, yeah. in creating the product, and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now the government right very correctly, has been focusing on the medical side of things and, mm. and safety and stuff. But what they need to say is, okay, let's set a date, whether it's the 1st of June next year, Europe's going to be open. Yeah. Right? That's our target rate. Right? And in yeah. order for that to happen, we need to achieve this, 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 and yes. this. Yeah. And if yeah. some of those steps are not met, then that may change. That's fine. Yeah. Give us a plan. The interview
1: then moved on to discuss the hot topic of the Cato discussion paper. This paper was released on the day of the interview last week and proposes a major revamp of ATAS, suggesting it could be jointly administered by AFTA, CLIA and Cato, along with a universal insolvency protection scheme funded by a levy on all leisure bookings through ATAS members. The controversial topic was addressed by Bunnick.
0: This is a discussion paper, it's nothing else, right? We're under no illusions, that this is suddenly, you know, a plan and it's compulsory and that it would instantly happen. There's nothing in this paper, which I would classify as controversial. And in fact, the benefits of what we're proposing here will probably be far greater for the travel agency side of things because it will give them, it will give consumers a very compelling reason to book their airfares with travel agents rather than direct with the airlines. It also provides a whole load of other benefits and it provides broad-based consumer protection. Now, we're not making compulsory. You know, we're not saying after you have to do this, clear, you have to do this or anybody has to participate. What this is, is a discussion paper to start that debate. Let's, Let's have a
1: chat. This interview has made it very clear that Cato is looking forward to the future, wanting the industry to work together to get there, but also keenly aware that the world of travel is going to look very different after COVID-19.
0: We don't know what the travel landscape is going to be like at the end of this, but what we do know is that those of us who are, who are there, we need to come together and create the new model, whatever, whatever that is. What this has shown is that industry associations um, like after like Cato, you know, are more important than ever.
1: Thank you to Dennis Bunnick for sharing with us. The full interview can be found at the thetravelindustryhub.com. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with more news on the fly.